And we are live from Space Coast Podcast Studios right here in Melbourne, Florida. And this is our very first episode of your Melbourne Mayor Monday, coming live to you every Monday night. And with me again is uh, Mayor of Melbourne, Paul Offrey. How are you, Paul? I'm doing great. Let's, Good evening. Let's kick this off. Uh, we have a very hot topic, so um, we'll, we'll, we'll save any pleasantries for later. I want to remind all the viewers, however, you're able to uh, put in some comments, uh, questions, anything else. We may or may not uh, go ahead and address those here live on the show, but certainly uh, we love the, the engagement and certainly uh, your, your opinion matters. So right. uh, we're going to do this together. Uh, the topic tonight is homelessness. Mm-hmm. We got Jeff Noose of Daily Bread also with us. So, Paul, why don't you kick it off? Yeah, thank you. You know, um, uh, first off, I'm very, yeah, I appreciate you producing this, Jesse. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you're a very pro- good professional and you're the man, <laughs> the right man for the job. But, you know, one of the things that, you know, being Mayor of Melbourne, um, I, I definitely want to be able to get the message out of what not only the city is doing, but hear from our residents on, um, on issues and challenges facing our city. So, you know, one of the biggest complaints you hear about elected officials is, is you only read them around election time when they're knocking on your door for your vote and then after that you you don't hear from them and that's right. common and and the reality is the, the way you're going to really uh, fix issues uh, and address uh, problems is is listening to the residents and their problems and their complaints so you know I thought what's the best way in, instead of going out on Monday night and doing you know mayor's Monday and and kind of doing a, a podcast and a, and a mm. live Facebook and and kind of tell our residents what's going on and and I think we can all agree there's one of the hottest topics nationwide not just in the city of melbourne is homelessness yeah and i'm sure lots of people have ideas Mm -hmm. of what could help and of course you know listen if if it was a a profitable industry it'd be solved right but there's really very little profit in in helping people secure homes and and finding people uh, places to live uh certainly you know there are safety issues and other things we have to worry about with with some of the encampments and i know some of the pictures you have posted on facebook have gotten arousing yeah uh, you know effect and people have you know it's it's emotional yeah. You know, at the end of the day, you know, we want to see other people not be stuck in the cold. You know, we want to see families under a roof. Well, and, and I'm I'm the type of mayor is, is really, you know, I'm I'm trying to be real, uh, realistic here. And and people, you know, you only see with with what you want to see. We you know we we kind of get blinders on. And this this is a reality. The pictures that I post of of the issues, right. I mean, they're real issues. I mean, and and if you get get out of your car during traffic or whatever, I mean, you'll see the same thing. And and no, although it may be unpopular. Um, I didn't get elected to be mayor to just, you know, go to ribbon cuttings. Um, I got elected to solve problems, and these are real problems. And, and you know, hopefully we'll be able to discuss on some of the things the city, uh, you know, me and my fellow council members are doing to solve this problem in the city of Melbourne. Yeah, so let's start with um, why, why uh, have you partnered with Jeff? Well, you know, when I got first in office, uh, well, mm. well, when I ran for uh, when I ran for mayor, I, I mm. noticed that's one of the biggest issues, and and you know, and I'm not going to point fingers or or, or mention names, but right. you know, the original way Melbourne re- solved homelessness was removing park benches downtown Melbourne, <laughs> and and that's being realistic. And, and right. again, I, this is not a slide on anybody, but that that's kind of it's it's a very tough problem. Matter of fact, I, mm. I've had mayors say, "Why are you even touching that political football?" Because you know that's not one you want to run with, and and maybe the right but right. at the end of the day that doesn't solve problems so the reality is o- over many years you know there hasn't been big real real good partnerships and mm. at one time the city of melbourne was kind of at odds with daily bread was kind of at odds and and really in order to solve this problem that affects everyone homelessness right. affects everyone not just i mean everybody and in order to, in order to do that you got to have partners you have to have a plan mm-hmm. you got to have partners and and really uh I, I, in my opinion a daily bread jeff noose is here um we met many times we've talked about homelessness he's educated me on on many things because he's he's a professional and and uh and i listen so you know that's part of having a plan on what we want to do and i believe we have a plan because melbourne is on the forefront uh of, of really being the only city in in bavard county that that funds a case management a street-based case management so you know and that's just one little sliver of it but it all goes in hand in hand with affordable housing it goes mm. with homelessness mental health issues and right. i don't i i can't argue with someone that says well brevard 
really doesn't have the proper resources. What I found when I got in office was the left hand did not know what the right hand was doing. Gotcha. And, that, and that's why, you know, I had called for the city council was at last May a special meeting for our council members and all our stakeholders to come in and let's discuss this issue. And it, it, might, and it was kind of very contentious meeting because people felt like, oh, you know, but, but at the end of the day, we hashed out a lot of problems. And the, the city of Melbourne has now, now hired a liaison that really kind of helps and works with our nonprofit partners and our stakeholders. So that, that's one of the reasons. And, and this podcast, this is part of getting the message out on what we do because some people see the enforcement side. There's always an enforcement side and, mm-hmm. and cleaning up our streets. Because I will tell you this, the residents des- deserve a clean city. Uh, people complained, but, you know, uh, I'm trying to, to, to put it all together and make it work so, so we do truly address homelessness. Yeah, well, you know, downtown Melbourne seems to be a place where uh, not only is the Daily Bread located, but also the Seed of Mission. And, mm-hmm. you know, so there are resources there. And, of course, you know, downtown, you have, uh, uh, you know, it seems to always kind of come up with some of the uh, tenants there, you know, some of the shop owners and some of the uh, the restaurants there. And, and uh, yeah, it's it's you're into intermingling with some some of these uh, uh, folks and and you know the, the panhandling I think we all seen the panhandling and and uh, and we all have an opinion about that right mm-hmm. so when when you're talking about partnerships um, how, how much are the the partners actually able to do and and are you guys funded well I mean you know so what are the shortcomings that you guys find in you know kind of on the beat like right there uh, surrounded with it all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jesse, you're 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 asking the the question that draws us right to where we make an impact on homelessness. Right. You talk about business leaders downtown, and and Mayor Alfred, you talk about what what you and other city leaders are doing. This is the way we address the challenge of homelessness. Mm-hmm. Homelessness is the kind of issue that that can only be addressed in a comprehensive way when the whole community comes together. Right. Just like you said, Paul, it affects everyone in our community, mm-hmm. and so it takes all of us coming together to address. Mm-hmm. Nonprofits like Daily Bread, we have a, a key role um, in in partnerships, right. but we can't do it alone. I mean, some sometimes people have said to me, uh, it seems like an overwhelming problem, and um, and it, and, it, and it can seem overwhelming at times. Um, but what I look at it as more as, no, it's just a problem that we're not going to try to tackle on our own. Right. But we're going to look for, for partnerships in, in city with other agencies. We have a great partnership with the police. Mm-hmm. That's, that's something that, that Melbourne, that we have going for us. We have partnerships that have been built over the years that are, are bearing fruit in, in, in very positive ways now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul, you mentioned that... Um, um, a little while back, maybe a good while back now, there was there was a, a more of a contentious relationship sometimes between Daily Bread and and our neighbors and Daily Bread and the city as we looked at, at different possibilities for moving or expanding. Um, it, it didn't go as well as it might have. Mm-hmm. Well, there's been a lot of water under the bridge over the years, and we are working better with with Melbourne than we ever have. Um, with there's 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 funding that's been made available. Um, there's communication that's happening in a lot of different levels, mm-hmm. and most exciting to us is plans for the future that are really based on that partnership. Well, I think the the plans for the future is what everybody wants to see. You know, we're we're seeing uh, I don't want to say a crisis, but affor- affording a home is getting tougher. Oh, yeah, wow. Uh, you know, wages aren't really keeping up with the, the cost of housing, and, and that's like nationwide. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's still some very affordable parts of Florida, but Brevard County's becoming less and less one of those places. And uh, and it's exciting for us. We're, we're able to see, you know, some, some equity, and people are getting, you know, their, their properties are appreciating, and, and things are nice. You know, the tax base is increasing, so, you know, along with that. Now, of course, you know, how much of those property taxes are, are going to be, you know, help to, to fund homelessness? You know, how much, uh, you know, like where are the funds going to come from besides the, the private donors? Because even though there's more people coming into our area and so forth, you know, it's also a very attractive place for homeless uh, because it is just a, a mild climate year round, you know, and, and so forth. So uh, people, again, you know, the, the, whether they're destitute, mental health, whatever the, whatever the case may be, there's only so much uh you know, places I know Salvation Army does a, an amazing job with, with getting families and single moms uh, uh, in a place. But there's still lots of people who, who just are not able to, to, to get, you know, a, a, a roof over their head. Mm-hmm. So 
what is a long-term solution and where would you like to see? Like, how can the people help today? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're exactly right. It's, it's about housing. And we have seen a, a housing crisis develop, mm-hmm. um, and it and it affects all levels of society. It's it's people looking for affordable housing. Right. It's people looking for any housing. Yeah. I mean, right. it's it's hard to find a house that you can you can you can purchase. Right. Uh, the market is is strong and it's quick. So that that affects people that are looking for affordable housing in a big way. Mm-hmm. And the number one driver in homelessness is availability of housing. Mm-hmm. When I when I look at 90% of the people that are coming to Daily Bread every day, if they could find a place that they could afford on a month-to-month basis, mm-hmm. they'd be off the streets just like that. Right. Right. They might need a little boost, a little bit of help. Um, there are other people that are dealing with other complex issues. You mentioned uh, mental health issues. We also have uh, drug addiction issues. Those mm-hmm. issues that kind of come together um, around homelessness to make it more complicated to address. But the number one issue is housing mm-hmm. and so if we can increase affordable housing in our community um, that's what will make the biggest long-term distance that's more than just a band-aid mm-hmm. that's a real long-term solution right. and, and I'll say you know my one part of my plan on this and in the city council has unanimously adopted you know uh, uh, actually uh, unanimously adopted uh, the, the, the plan part of the plan even um is first off is is some kind of comprehensive facility uh there's places like in gainesville that has grace marketplace that you know they address certain things with homelessness or mental health or job training and 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 so forth so one of the things that we've been trying to work on now and and we jeff and i've been in front of you know the palm bay city council as well is trying to do a partnership and 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 helping the daily bread become that comprehensive facility because if you would look at what daily bread has been around for over 30 years mm-hmm. and they now have gone from one to is it eight now eight uh eight, eight uh, workers yeah, yeah eight mm-hmm. case workers mm-hmm. so uh they have the the resources they don't and they're building their their two to an office mm-hmm. and and uh that's something that we need in brevard and especially south brevard is a comprehensive facility and you know be on council uh part of the CARES Act money is is my council uh, unanimously adopted the fact that we moved $2.5 million over into uh, helping fund this comprehensive facility, which the Daily Bread would become. Uh, Palm Bay has shown uh, interest. Um, I hope they do accept that because homelessness, uh, Palm Bay is, is a great city. They're probably about five to seven years behind the city of Melbourne on economic development. And as they clear lots, as they clear uh, you know, wooded areas, they're going to see the problem um, is greater than they 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 realize. And 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 uh, again, I, I hope that the Palm Bay and other areas pitch in uh, through with the CARES Act money. Uh, if we did that, we could have a comprehensive facility uh, that the case workers could help people, so they could come in and you know, if you if you if you need temporary housing or something, and it would have a homelessness or temporary housing component, uh, we could do that. Um, what I've also so tomorrow night at the council meeting, part of that CARES Act money is is we're going to be discussing also using $1.5 million into addressing more affordable housing in, in, in Melbourne. So we're really working with solutions, but the what, you know, if, if you were, and it might not be popular to say, but, you know, if you go to the Bavard County Jail and, and you're there and you go to leave and, you know, everything come to Melbourne, come to Melbourne, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, other cities are going to have to pony up and understand that this is a regional issue. Mm-hmm. And, and and no offense to any elected official, but if I'm out here busting my butt and working with non and, and trying to solve the problem, um, you know, they have res- people that need help too, and, and they should be able to, you know, get help in their city through a partnership with us. So, um, I can't do it alone. My can't my council can't do it alone, and our city can't do it alone. So I'm I'm really begging that the, you know some of these elected officials not piecemeal or just spend that money unwisely. And and if you were to ask some of these elected officials, what are you doing with some of the CARES Act money? Right. Uh, we're going to throw here some there, some there. Um, that's not going to solve the problem because I'm gonna, I'm I'm a, I'm a realist. I, if you honestly think people aren't going to have problems with this housing market and the four closures are coming the evictions are coming and if we have to prepare and double down and 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 plan and make a plan and and not just uh you know not just just blow it off so we have that golden opportunity to now uh and and i'm going to continue to fight for that so the the less fortunate and the people that need help in our community they have an avenue Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, when you when you talk about the um, the CARES Act funding and the American Rescue Plan Act funding, I think it's important for everybody to understand that this is a unique opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. And, and what, what you have done and, and what the, the Melbourne City Council has done is said, we want to take advantage of these millions of dollars that are coming to our community that are meant to address the repercussions of COVID and the, not just the health crisis, mm-hmm. but the economic fallout of that. And, and, and you want to do something big. And, and Palm Bay has said the same. When we, when we went to the city council there, they made it clear they want to use this opportunity to do something big. And so I do hope this can be a time when, right. when cities come together, when the county gets involved. Homelessness is, is not a, a localized problem. It's a, it's a regional problem. It's a, it's a national problem. And, and we need to look at, at all levels coming together to address it. Yeah, and and if you were to look, if you think of $2.5 million, I mean, that's quite a bit of money, but that is only about 17% of money that was given to us by the federal government that we didn't need. I mean, the city of Melbourne is financially, you know, and financially sound, physically responsible. We didn't really ask for that. So why would you not use money uh, that was gifted to you, whether, you know, and and people have said, why don't you just give that back to the federal government? No, I I think if anything, I'm going to, you know, we're going to talk about revamping our policy parks. Uh, you know, our children ha- should have a nice park to go to and a safe park. Right. Uh, I mean, our residents deserve that. And honestly, if the gov- federal government's going to throw money away and they right. throw a lot of money away, exactly. you know, by God, I'm going to use it in our community and, 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 and spruce up and make our, our, our city the best place to live for our residents. Yeah, I, I think that's that's exactly the way to look at it. We we want to use this money to make a difference. The mm-hmm. w- way I look at it is we're we're kind of getting ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. Um, homelessness is a challenge right now for us, um, but when we look at where the housing market is now, when we look at trends nationally in our state and even locally, um, it's it's not going to get um, easier on its own mm-hmm. to deal with. If we can get ahead of the curve now and make a major investment to address homelessness and affordable housing, we can do something now where we'll, we'll be in a point five or ten years from now if we don't act now, and we'll have to do something, and it'll be a larger investment. It'll be more expensive because we won't be ahead of the curve. Well, and I want to throw right. something out there at you, and, and this this is being real. Um, you know, not only does the homelessness issue affect you know the city and our residents, but it also it's probably around thirty percent of our police and fire calls with the quality of life. You know, you know, suspicious people or, or park issues or you know that's about thir- I'd say around 30 percent not to mention you know it's a it's a major strain on the city to clean up after parks i mean i don't know how many people have told me you know i can't go to parks with my kids on b avenue uh because of you know of, of because of the garbage and, and the people laying on the you know park benches and stuff so you know at the end of the day the, the way you fix that problem is is you it to me in my opinion it's twofold you know you have a a you know comprehensive facility somewhere somewhere where somebody can go look i would rather go see jeff noose and get help than deal with mayor paul alfrey and, mm-hmm. and that's being frank with you and that's to be honest and i think you know we could play good cop bad cop but at the end of the day you know i i think it's a it's a great plan and and really you you know people ask me well why daily bread why and i ask them why not i mean if you have another or better uh group that's ready to take the rain and and if and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff, but I mean, your board unanimously agreed to take that step to, to, to do more because you are doing more. I mean, you're no longer a soup kitchen when it came years ago. It, I mean, I, I have the honor and privilege to help, you know, um, help with, you know, serving food whenever you have an event. I like to get in there because at the end of the day, I just want to, I want to be a part of, and I want to learn. I want to see what's going on. And that's why, look, I, I don't want to be on the forefront and welcome people. I'd rather be back there washing dishes because at the end of the day, you see what impact you have. And, and, and frankly, I'll challenge anybody. I mean, Daily Bread has a ma- an amazing impact on our, on our community. It's well run. And really the relationship between you and, and Steady Town and, you know, and 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 the, the all the other groups that, that you guys it's amazing i mean you guys work great together so we're very comfortable with 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 you and what you've done and and really you're just you're one of many but you're you're one of the good ones yeah it was great having you there at, at christmas and thanksgiving serving dinners i know you were a little disappointed that you didn't get to go to the dish pit and wash dishes all <laughs> now, day. i said i'll wash dishes you know <laughs> i need to wash my hands anyways <laughs> so 
we did make this transformation, really, especially in the last three years, to be what we call a housing-focused homeless yeah. outreach center. So not just trying to um, put a Band-Aid on it and make people more comfortable in their homeless situation, but be more comprehensive and find solutions to people's homeless situation. That means helping people get off the street, helping people find their own place. And over the last three years, we've helped over 300 people do just that. Mm -hmm. um, it, it takes a lot, of, a lot of hard work, and so we did, we did add to our team. So we went from having one social worker to now having eight to help make that move. Um, but we are busting at the seams. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we can't do more where we are. And honestly, I don't know if we're in the best location. I would say this is not the best place on Fee Avenue, a couple of blocks north of downtown, to have a, a full-service homeless outreach center. We need more room. Mm -hmm. we, need, we need a place that, that's, um, can, where we can better serve our neighbors. I mean, we have a great community. Mm -hmm. I can't stress enough the support that we have for Daily Bread. For over 30 years, people have supported us. And in, in 2020, when, when the, the, the COVID pandemic began, there was an outpouring of support. I think people knew that Daily Bread was going to help people in greatest need. And when their hearts went out to the most vulnerable, they supported us and they, they increased. And, and that's part of what helped us to grow. So now we're ready to take a step. Our board did vote unanimously. And it's, and it's not just about daily bread. I mean, we are working in partnership with um, other agencies. There's a, there's a lot of great work happening. The Brevard Homeless Coalition is, is growing stronger. That's a comprehensive countywide effort to address homelessness in our community and, and other great agencies in, in, in Melbourne and Palm Bay. But, but we need a place. We need something comprehensive. Mm -hmm. um, it can't just be, like you said, piecemeal. Right. And we need to come together. And, you know, and like, for example, where you are, it, it's such a small place. And then, you know, the gate closes at 2 o'clock. And then people are on the sidewalk. They go to the park. They, and at the end of the day, that to me, that that's not dignity. Um, you know, a lot of these people, they, they need that structure. You know, that really that I needed as a, as a youth when I went in the military. I, I, I needed that and I got that structure and, and they need that. They, and, and ha to have the ability to, to, you know, get some job training and, and maybe, you know, have a, have a liaison or somebody that, you know, their big brother or big sister and, and to help them and, and really have, you know, employers that will say look we we need good employees and and you know we understand that you might be able to, might not be able to pass a drug test at first but we're going to work mm -hmm. with you and 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 get you into your own home and then also like you said that center needs to have some kind of you know bridge housing something like that that somebody works their way into affordable housing and and that's on us in the city to work on getting more affordable housing and we're going to do that and 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 i said on uh, i went on the affordable housing committee and one of the things our committee and it's a totally separate board in the city we've changed the rules on on affordable housing and but before when you built a house you had to have a, a one a garage I mean when you're building affordable housing why not have a duplex I mean if you have a mom and a, and a, and a child or you know kids I mean she's more worried about having you know somewhere for her children to sleep and having a garage and when you can have a carport I mean where I live I have a carport I don't have a garage because it mm -hmm. was converted many years ago so we've changed so many rules we've changed the uh um we've we've cha changed the square footage um but we still have a lot of work to do and, and again i think it comes back to homelessness and and addressing uh you know that uh that need in our community mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah you talk about job training um um, and uh, addressing uh, addiction issues. So we, we, we do have a housing focus at Daily Bread, but it's not only about housing. It, it's really about a, a, a comprehensive way to, to address all the issues that, that a person facing homelessness um, is, is dealing with. And employment is, is a key one, mm -hmm. um, whether it's um, increasing your, your income through um, maybe maybe somebody is disabled, but they don't have access to social security disability. Um, we help connect people to that. Maybe yeah. somebody's doing day labor. Well, we can we can help them um, improve and and, and um, maybe learn a trade and get connected to to um, a career instead of just a, a day job. 
um, we're beginning a job training in our kitchen. You know, mm-hmm. we, oh, we've, yeah. we've got a, a fine restaurant-level uh, kitchen. We are proud of, of passing our health inspections, just like the finest restaurants in town. <laughs> um, we pride ourselves that it's not just uh, quantity but quality. That's the best free meal in town. Jesse, mm-hmm. you have to come and try it. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll probably serve before I eat there. <laughs> So why not take this facility mm. and use it to train people to work in the kitchens in our mm. many restaurants sure. in our community that are struggling to find workers? They can't find workers, mm. and 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 again, it's about training. And and you know, I, I think putting it, we have to have this comprehensive facility. And and mm. and when when you're piecemealing everything and you throw money that way, throw money this way. I mean, you got to have some point. You know, when I took when I became mayor, the first thing you know what a I asked, so, well, and I kind of knew, I knew the answers, and, and it was, and it was like, hey, what do, where does somebody go if they need something, you know, oh, 211, well, I've heard, you know, I've heard, you know, that that doesn't always work, you know, and, and I'm like, why isn't it on our city website? I mean, I started asking a bunch of questions, so now it is, some of that stuff, and on top of the list is Daily Bread. I mean, you know, that's something that, you know, it's got to be available. I mean, just to say, well, there's all these places around, well, I mean, that, let's just hope someone doesn't have to try and see if it really works. But, but you know, I, I think with that comprehensive facility and, and really, Jeff, uh, I've seen with the, what you guys are doing and putting people and, you know, working with them and seeing these, you know, residents get how, homes for the first time. And, and it's amazing because it's what, nine, I mean, how many, how many people have y'all put in homes so far? What do you think? So it's 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 over 300 in the last three years that we've helped get to to find their own place. Now some of that is um, buying somebody a bus ticket or a plane ticket to get to to family in another sure, state. Sure. Um, we don't want a lot about being homeless is being stuck. Mm-hmm. We don't want somebody to be stuck on the streets of Melbourne if we can help them get to their cousin or get to their For mother sure. up in another state. Well, and that's we'll, support. We'll make that mm-hmm. investment. Right, and that's support mm-hmm. too. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, and, and others, it's it's supportive housing where they've got a social worker that's helping them with a with maybe a subsidy maybe a voucher um, that that helps pay part of their rent Um, Mm -hmm. so those different ways we've helped over 300 in the last three years to to make that transition from the streets to get in their own place yeah and and that and we we have a lot of work to do Mm -hmm. there's no doubt about it and and you know we'll get back into what you know what the city of melbourne do you know i'm very fortunate to serve as mayor and have an amazing council because i think you know having that initial meeting that you were there and Mm -hmm. and and we were all there and and you know it was a lot of sweat (laughs) and people were you know we asked questions and and wondered how we could do things and pick people's brains but uh uh, you know, it, it really kind of served a, a, a path because, you know, we have a lot of work to do. And part of that, again, is, is the funding. The funding is there. And, and again, I cannot stress, to, it's, I can't stress enough that we need Palm Bay. We need West Melbourne. We need Bavard County. We need to come together and have a comprehensive facility. Um, I was, you know, when I was researching uh, Grace Marketplace up there in Gainesville, I mean, they have an amazing number that they've done on homelessness. Mm-hmm. If you look at that, I mean, you know, you have somewhere that you can go, you know, and start out and go, you know, I need, you know, I need, I, I have an alcohol addiction problem, say that or whatever. Uh, you can go there and get that because, again, that will that that will be big in this community and that's what we need and that's what hopefully you'll become yeah that's a that's a model for us what they're doing up in Gainesville um, in a couple of ways one they've got a they've got a great uh, trajectory of how to help somebody get from homelessness into getting stable permanent housing that that's that's always got to be the goal yeah and and they 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 make it happen um, but another model that they have is that partnership in funding we do get a lot of funding from um, families in our community, individuals that just care. Mm-hmm. A, a, a large percentage of our, our funding comes from that. Um, but that's that's not enough to, to really make this comprehensive difference. Um, at, at Gain- in Gainesville, they, they have the city partnering with the county and private funds to, to make that work. And, and we can do that yeah. here. In, in this community, um, I, I've always been amazed by what happens when we sit around the table and talk about what we want to do. Um, uh, sometimes 
um, the the conversations can can start kind of tense. Mm-hmm. I mean, people may have had a bad experience with with someone who who's been on the, at their front door homeless or at a street corner or coming to their business. Um, and they might have some very strong feelings about it. But when we sit around the table and talk about how to address it, I've been amazed at, at the, the outcomes of those conversations and, and the way that, that this community, people really do want to roll up their sleeves and say, let's do this, let's make a difference. People care about our community, and, and we want to make it better. Yeah, and, and, and it's also part of response to a lot of the residents. You just, you hit, you just, what you kind of mentioned, um, you know, we, we get a lot of complaints from residents on, on homelessness and, and, you know, it, it, when it starts affecting them, the, you know, the, the emails start flying and the phone starts ringing. And, and again, if we don't address it from, you know, the root, uh, the root of the problem, then, then we're really, it's only going to get worse. Cause I mean, you can easily argue and look around at other cities in the, in the country and, you know, maybe they didn't start when it started getting bad or they've let it get out of control. Uh, I'm, I'm not looking at Melbourne to be out of control. And, you know, I, I, I'm the type of person who says, look, you know, we're going to, we're going to have rules. Uh, we're going to have structure, you know, our residents deserve a clean city and they want a clean city. And, and, uh, part of that, you know, is the homelessness issue because you have some people, and I'm going to call it what it is. Some people want to live off the grid. They don't want to be responsible. They don't. They want to just go on a corner and get a buck and go get a, you know, go get alcohol. And and you know, um, part of the enforcement part, I believe, will will kind of wake them up uh, and and do that. They'll they'll really have no choice. And and again, they they get to choose between Jeff or Paul. And and I think I think people will. We'll talk about Jeff, and I, I will say one more thing. And and we had a conversation at council a few meetings ago uh, with even working with our city attorney, uh, getting with the judges, and and having you know if somebody goes to jail, having some kind of uh, you know an, uh, intervention program or something that you know so people you know don't get you know in a, in an issue where they're going to jail for something you know that they can instead get help and, and kind of clean themselves up. So really, again, this, this, this was about what the city of Melbourne is doing. Um, you know, we, we're doing, in my opinion, amazing things, and we're going to do more. I think we're just on the cusp of, of, of you know, kind of leading the county. Uh, one of the reasons, too, one of the things I, I took this by the, by the, by the horn, um, really, I, I kind of see a lot of people just, I don't know if they, don't, they know what to do. Um, there was an article that came back. Um, Kim sent me, a, a friend of mine, she sent me, and it was pretty impressive to read how, uh, or actually, I, I shouldn't say impressive. It was, it was sad to read that many of the mayors um, don't know how to handle this issue. A lot of the city governments don't know how to handle this issue. They don't. They're, and and uh, I think the number one issue would be funding, and that funding is available. And, and it's going to be a, a, a darn shame if, if, if uh, you know, cities, you know, waste all their money. You know, not against city of West Melbourne, but they want to build a water plant. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, that that's their money. Uh, well, that's the taxpayer's money. But uh, I think at the end of the day, they need to be a partner with us because they have the, you know, they're a great city and they have the same problems we do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, hope we agree. What do you think, Jesse? <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it is a group effort. Listen, if, if you guys are able to solve homelessness. Well, the homeless are going to respond and they're going to come from Titusville and Palm Bay and they're going to, you know, they're going to seek the help as well. They're going to like, oh, well, Melbourne's figured it out. Let's all go there. And so we're going to, we're just going to adopt and attract other homeless, you know, because now we, we solved, you know, uh, it, you know, that for, for us. But listen, I mean, it, it's, it's, there's so many different levels and I'm, I'm so glad that we, we're getting, you know, the engagement, um, uh, a lot of praise, you know, for, for us, you know, kind of coming out here and, and having this uh, honest, you know, discussion and, and speaking uh, the mind. So thank you everybody who's, who's been contributing with, with, uh, you know, letting us know, uh, you know, giving us feedback. So listen, uh, it, it is tough. It, it's, it's a uh, multifaceted approach and yeah, we need the money. So I would say like, you know, as we, as we wind down, I would say, what are some call to action, you know, for the residents, for business owners, because we're growing, you know, we're, we're getting hotels, you know, uh, the airport's improving, we're going to have more visitors here. Why, you know, is there, is there a, a solution from, from that, from, from some of the, the business owners and, and maybe an impact fee, you know, if a business does move t- to Melbourne, you know, maybe they contribute, you know, to a line item that, that helps, you know, secure funds for, for what you guys are trying to do. There's so many different things that we could go over, and again, I think this is just you know well, one 
Well, let me yeah. let me let me throw that. That's a good point. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it, it, the, the many businesses, and and this is kind of irks me. Huh. Sometimes people will be like, "Oh, businesses, you know, they got all the money." Well, a lot of the businesses in town are mom and pop businesses. Right. Because Frank, uh, frankly, uh, you know, Jesse, you're a uh, small business here, and I don't see you driving a Ferrari. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm just. You know what I mean? Right. A lot of them are struggling, and and they're looking for yeah. good employees. Um, I, I think at the end of the day. You have to break the problem down to solve it. Mm. What is the problem? The problem is no one. There's no comprehensive facility. The government has been piecemealing everything for years. They throw funding out here. They and frankly, a lot of places they spend money. Um, you know, you can easily argue that you know that's not a good place for money to go. You see projects. You know, I, I, I'll throw this out and I, hopefully I'll, I'll anger some people but I, I remember when I you know the I'd put a social media post up you know the government whether the state government was going to spend 1.3 million dollars to rip out the trees on pineapple 100 year old oak trees to put a one mile bike path what the hell are you thinking you know and you know this is my podcast so I can curse but <laughs> I mean seriously that that and of course we we told in Melbourne and I think it was a monumental victory for the city of Melbourne mm. me as mayor I'm like you know you can keep your money state we don't want we're not ripping out all these trees we want to we want to have green we want to have trees in the city of melbourne yes and they and they came back and said oh well then if you want to you know you can keep the money uh do something similar to the project and and we did and and it's you know we're we're focusing i'll get on another podcast but we're focusing on uh low impact development where there's better drainage and more planters and instead of forcing the water to the indian river lagoon you're bringing it down and treating it at site but that's that's for another show or, or discuss that but again that that's it's about the use of the money and the money is available now we at the city of melbourne has put 2.5 million dollars we're going to talk for the comprehensive facility palm bay got got nearly 20 million dollars so i mean if they were to invest like let's say 2.5 million dollars and be a partner with us i mean you're talking about less than 15 percent of money given to them by the federal government that they weren't expecting to get to help their residents and 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 i truly believe you know the palm bay council they they know how important this kind of facility would be and it and really again you can't have one city try to solve the problem people say people ask me all the time why palm bay well palm bay number one is the largest city in the, the the county i mean they got the most residents they got the most square mileage they're right. really working hard to to get economic development you know right behind melbourne right. and as they grow you know you're going to start you're going to see malabar you're going to see a lot of these areas start you know turn into you know businesses or whatever or homes and and you're going to lose green space when you lose green space and you're going to have more more issues and people being priced out of the market so really Palm Bay, West Melbourne, Brevard County, even the smaller, go beachside. I, I don't know how many people contact me and say, we have a major problem with homelessness here. And I'm like, guess what? You're not in Melbourne. Right. Unfortunately, you're two blocks away. <laughs> and and so it's not it's 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 not a mm. city problem. It's it's a, a regional problem. It's a countrywide, it's na- a national problem. So again, uh, I need the assistance of you know other local governments to to join with me to do this and 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 have this conversation and unfortunately um i don't like the traction that i'm getting because everybody kind of like you know they're you know nobody wants to touch the homelessness issue i'm going to be frank here it's my podcast i can i can be frank Mm -hmm. it's a political football Uh, one mayor told me that's a political football i don't know why you would touch that well we can't have that damn mentality here if we're going to solve if we're not you know if we're going to solve the problem i mean we can't do that we really have to we really have to have have these conversations yeah and when you when you talk about um what are the steps that make a difference? One one step that that's being taken, which which I certainly appreciate, is um, we're not trying to figure it out on our own. Mm. We're not just um, working off the top of our heads. Um, we're looking to other communities to to build that engagement, unanimous support from the city council mm-hmm. at Melbourne, and unanimous support from Palm Bay for using a major chunk of the monies that they've received to address homelessness. Still deciding how to to, to, yeah. to 
to divvy that out, but but there's that commitment to, to address homelessness. And then we are, um, we as a community, we at Daily Bread are saying, what's working in other places? We're not just going to do something for the, for the sake of, of checking a box that we've done something for homelessness. Right. We want to find out what's working. We want to learn from other communities. And, and Daily Bread isn't... Um, you know, we're not. Uh, I'm not some genius with homelessness that that knows the, the 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 magic formula to fix it. No, but I love learning from others and learning what they're doing here and there and, and putting together uh, something that's going to work for our community. That's what's exciting to me about about what's possible now. Well, and and I will tell you too. Part of this, and I notice what what I love about the Daily Bread and and some of our other partners, not just Daily Bread, but even being there when I'm serving a meal and stuff, there's a, we have too many volunteers on those days. I mean, <laughs> I mean I'm not <laughs> yeah, complaining yeah. that people in our community want to help. And it's like, hey, yeah. you know, we need 20 volunteers. And what do we have show up? 40? <laughs> and and it, was a, yeah. it was a good problem to have. because <laughs> And that's why if you have some kind of facility like that, the community is going to – community wants to get involved. They really mm-hmm. – they want to help. Um, but we can't have elected officials out here just, you know, worried about going to a damn ribbon cutting. <laughs> and and, and that's that being frank. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if – and I'll challenge the other elected officials. If you want to do a ribbon cutting, let's do a ribbon cutting for a new comprehensive facility. <laughs> Is that fair? And that that's all – I mean, I'm saying out of respect for, you know, mm-hmm. other elected officials. Uh, I'm not – I'm not – Melbourne is – Melbourne's great. I have great council members. i got a, you know, great, great – Great city and great staff and and but I'm just saying other you know I go to other cities and and they're you know they're like well have your staff call our staff whoa whoa whoa, whoa you know <laughs> I mean that we we need to we need to have the conversation and and, and let's do this and you know I I had a, I had a lunch meeting and I'm gonna call him out right now I had a lunch meeting you know a couple weeks ago with Kenny Johnson over over at Palm Bay and, and Kenny and Kenny understood and I'm like hey man and he's like let's do something and and you know and I'm like well you know you need to let's get back and get this done so you know I I know you know and he agreed with me it would be monumental if we could get this done and and somewhere that any rep Palm Bay Melbourne that you could go and 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 get the assistance you need and get started on the right path get referred out or whatever so you know I I really again I, I that's that's all joking. I, I, you know, I appreciate Palm Bay and I appreciate all the other councils. But again, it, don't blow that money right now on stuff that that you don't need. You know, I'm just saying we we got we got a we we have a golden opportunity here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my matching funds would be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we have a golden opportunity and, and we have a, a community that wants to make that difference. I mean, the political will right now is very strong, and and the and the will of the community. I mean, we we talk about people concerned and complaining about homelessness but I I notice when you scratch the surface with a lot of that concern or complaint it's somebody who sees another person who's down and out maybe on a corner maybe on a sidewalk and their heart aches Mm -hmm. and they want to do something about it and 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 that's that's where it starts and now we need the follow-through okay we as a community we're deciding to do something to make that difference you, you know, know and, and i'll look at it i'll i'll speak from another standpoint you no know, you know and what what about the business owner that that that's got to come in and and you know and and there's you know they got to clean up after the mess or you know their water has been turned on and 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 so really again we all feel the effects our again our parks mm-hmm. our police our fire our fire all night i mean our fire guys all night going and because somebody will be found in the middle of the road you know why because there's no comprehensive facility i'm just saying but right. i mean our fire guys will have to get up two o'clock in the morning and go respond to that and i mean we're dispatching a fire truck and and you know and and it, it and that's what's really costing the residents if the residents look at this and said well you know that that's a lot of money you are already paying a lot of money right. mm-hmm. there's you're paying for the services and you know and and again we 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 gotta we gotta start from the bottom we got it we got to start from the root of the problem and that's mm-hmm. that's the lack of the facility here in, in South mm-hmm. Brevard mm-hmm. so that'll mean two things one a kind of initial investment from our community mm-hmm. to say let's build something that will make a difference and then there's the the second phase of funding which is how can we we fund this annually you know Jesse you had mm-hmm. a great idea about impact fees um, we'll, we'll keep your name on that for well, I'm sure the, the, <laughs> I'm sure the businesses moving here w- wouldn't like to see that but you know, they are they are essentially uh, 
coming and and they're 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 bringing the jobs. Or, you know, they're they're gonna they're gonna do well. They're gonna pay. You know, also uh, you know property taxes and our things. But even if it's just, I mean, if it it's, if it's just a more, you know, if it's right. just a little bit more, you know, a hotel, maybe a thousand dollars per room. You know, right. well, maybe just you, a one-time thing you, when they build. I mean, and, it's an impact fee right. because homelessness is having an impact on businesses. I mm. mean, it, it, it's true. Right. It's sad but true. Uh, you know, we we are 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 not um, unfeeling about the impact that mm. homelessness is having on businesses in our community. It's having that impact. So, right. can we flip that around and use some of the the funds? in a positive way right. um, with, with some kind of impact fee to, to address homelessness on an ongoing basis. And likewise, um, as you mentioned, Paul, yeah. with the, the budgets of our, our, our fire departments, our police departments, our parks, th- those are being spent on homelessness. If we can get those folks off the street, can we have an investment of those in an annual budget? Right now, and I have to say, right now, Melbourne is the only city in the county that pays from its annual budget to address homelessness. Mm-hmm. And, and it supports a case manager, and we have a master's level um, mental health professional um, street outreach specialist that's funded from those funds working in, in downtown Melbourne. You know, right. that, that, that's the kind of investment that makes a difference, but mm-hmm. it needs to be expanded. Well, and again, we, we in the city of Melbourne, we have an issue where, again, you know, at the, it, it, a lot of people come to this area. And, and again, it, it's the only way I believe this will work is if we have a, it's two phases. It's one, the comprehensive facility where you can go, and number two, the strict enforcement on our laws and et cetera, because at the end of the day, you know, uh, no offense to Daily Bread, but you guys serve amazing food. You're going to get people that come and eat. I mean, <laughs> seriously, why why would I would I why would I go to you know another city when I can go down to Melbourne and I can get you know I have all you know I can get you know Daily Bread. I got clothes. I got this. At the end of the day, uh, it, because it's being piecemealed. And at the end of the day, that that's, that we have to look at that too, because you know, when, whenever you have that kind of infrastructure that we kind of have piecemealing, you know, a lot, you know, lots going out, uh, and lots coming in, lots going out, and it, you know, everybody has to be on board. Otherwise, you know, and and, I, and I'll bring this up now. You know, we'll discuss another podcast about some of the enforcement that the city of Melbourne is doing when it comes to some of the safe streets ordinance that we put in effect. That's, you know, that I've I've received a lot of, you know pushback which is i have no problem you know at the end of the day i'm working one day when i'm done with politics i'm going to be a professional wrestler and i hopefully i'm a villain so i'll take the negative comments all day long uh so so i have no problem with that so we 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 just have we you know it's it's a tough it's a tough decision to make i mean but we have to we have to have rules and and again the, our residents and I get contacted by many. They want clean streets. They want their kids to be able to go to parks. Uh, they don't want the, the the crack house next door that you know that people are traveling all night. And 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 as long as I'm mayor, we're going to have strict enforcement. And but I will tell you, there is a side of me that understands that that with that strict enforcement, you have to have an out. You have to have a place to go. You have to have strong community partners like the Daily Bread and give people the opportunity to go that route because anybody could be put in a bad position and be homeless. I mean, anybody could. Uh, and and so uh, I, I know some people just see the, the side of me of the strict enforcement, but you, uh, Jeff, you know, you and I have conversations and we want to we want to give uh, people the opportunity to, to, to lift themselves up. Everybody in our community benefits by safer streets, mm-hmm. including people who are homeless, especially homeless people. Um, the, the, the emphasis on safety um, is, is helping everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the people that are most vulnerable are the ones that are outside tonight. And um, uh, you talked earlier about having expectations on folks and and i would call it it hope um we we don't you you talked about people waking up that Mm -hmm. and we don't want people to be stuck and i I like that phrase waking up because we we see it happen when people see movement Mm 
mm-hmm. that it is possible to get off the streets, sure. that, that um, uh, Daily Bread or, or another agency was able to help somebody get off the streets. Now, I hope it, it might be true for me. That person who maybe you talked to a few months before and they said, no, no, I'm fine, thanks, I don't really want any help. Now they, they see friends are uh, getting getting help, and right. they see that it might be possible for them too. They see that other challenges for that other person had been overcome. They start to, to hope. They start to have expectations. Mm. I have yet to find that person <laughs> who really is satisfied with staying stuck on the street. Right. When a, an alternative, a, a realistic hope is offered, people are up for it. Sure. Yeah. And, and you know, we, we have a B&M where we are with, with the economic development. Um, people have a golden opportunity that if, you know, they get the, you know, they get some job training, they can move up. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, this whole thought process is, you know, I'm stuck, I'm stuck. You may be stuck, but you can get up. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you can go out and get a job and, 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 and work your way up and, you know, I, I, I always tell people, you know, I had a couple, somebody the other day said, oh, called me privileged. They said I was privileged. And, and you know, I, I'm like, okay, I'm a, that's fine. Look, I grew up in Aurora Road trailer park. I was fortunate up to move to Sherwood Park, you know, and, and you know, and to the point where, you know, I, I when I, my dad passed away when I was 18, I had nowhere to go. I slept on my cousin's couch, so I went in the military. So, you know, I've, I've, started businesses i've done very well and at the hard work and and anybody can do that i mean you know and and there were people that were inspirational inspirational to me at times and and got me on the right path when i kind of needed help and i'm hoping to be that person with you jeff and you know that we could be that person you know when you think about the the traditional family and the mom and the dad you know they both played two different roles and and normally you know mom says look honey you need to do this and and if you don't i'm gonna tell your father and you don't want your father to find out so we have you know we need to work that role and we will you know through a city and our and our community partners to get that done but again i i want to stress on my first podcast and it's really a plea to other cities that please join us on 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 this and and getting a comp comprehensive facility and working uh, with our community partners so we can solve this problem and and make it better because again at the end of the day um, to, to see some of the people you and your organization has put into homes and you know it's like it's like being born again and you know it, it's something that makes this job rewarding all our jobs so mm-hmm. uh, you know and I, and so again I, I appreciate everything that you've done Jeff uh, and, and your organization and, and all our community partners and and you know they they we, we have a special community but again at the end of the day it's time to rock and roll and get this done mm-hmm. yes let's do it it's a lot more fun when we do it together yeah that's, that's gonna be exciting to see what's possible and yeah. you know um, and I've always liked the old cliche Many hands make little work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so if we're all doing our part and we could all contribute even the littlest bit, you know, a, a 10-month donation every, you know, or, or sorry, a $10 donation every month, little things like that just go a long way, you know? I mean, I, 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 I can't stress enough that, you know, even if like the UNICEF and, and some of the other, you know, commercials, you know, for 30 cents a day, you can, mm-hmm. fi- you can feed a kid. Well, it's, it's, it's very similar here, you know? I mean, the, you know, the food cost isn't s- r- horrible, you know, and, and, and to get three squares shouldn't really cost, you know, $25 mm-hmm. uh, a person. So if, if we all can, can help that, and again, any little way, lifting a finger, you know, come, come and help in serving food or whatever else, um, we all have talents you just don't know, you know? So I, I would implore anybody listening to, you know, to this message tonight, uh, reach out to Jeff, go find him and his team and, and see exactly what you can do. Um, you just never, you just never know how many, how many gifts are there. And of course, you know, g- giving of yourself is the most, it's a big risk reward, right? And, and you know, if it's all right, you know, I'm looking at some of these comments and I want to address sure. some of the comments. Let's do that. Um, I'm looking at some of these comments and, you know, one of the things that Cynthia Dell says, you know, the resources act like they can help, but they don't. And you know what? Um, I, I, uh, I, that's one of the reasons we called for that that uh, special workshop uh, on homelessness because we kind of, you know, and I and I said I was kind of blunt that night. Look, I, I we're coming in here with a, a clean slate and we got work to do. So you know, I hear that complaint a lot. Um, and and you know, you would probably agree with me, Jeff. Some organizations are better than others. Um, and 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 I will I will have to agree with that. I mean, there there's some right. organization. There's a lot of private organization with the churches. Churches do an right. amazing amazing thing. But how do people get 
to know, or how do they get in contact with the the church? I mean, they got to almost be lucky to say, hey, I think I know a church. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you a quick story. It's amazing. I remember being a young kid in Sherwood Park, and it was it was it like I think it was like seventy seven, seventy eight. I was a kid, like seven or eight years old, and I'll never forget. It might have been eighty one, but I was young, like ten years old, and I'll never forget. We didn't, the family didn't eat for like a day and a half. And I remember I was hungry and, and I knew I was hungry and I'll never, for, I'll never forget, but um, a church, the church that is on Post Road um, dropped a big bag of food off mm. and we ate that. And, you know, I've never forgot about that. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, that meant more to, to me as a kid because it was like, soup beans and and i got to eat and and again it was that small church that Mm. that made a big impact and they do so but having that kind of comprehensive facility where there where all the resources are like a net every you know where to go it's like like the city website you need to be able to go on a city website and say i need assistance and you go there and it's on there now Mm. and and we have a lot of work to do to refine that but there has to be communication and and uh, again, I, I I appreciate that comment. I think it's yeah, a very I, I think valid it's a, comment. It's a it's a valid comment. I think it's an important one. It gets to the heart of what we're talking about now. And I I wouldn't want anybody to to hear what I'm saying. Like, yes, we helped 300 people over the last three years mm-hmm. get into a place. Without the follow up, which is, we needed to help twice as many. There's a lot more that we need to help. That's why we're trying to to do this effort. It's not enough what we're doing right now. Um, There are a lot of people in need that we're not able to help. It's the saddest part of my job that I have to deal with every day. I often tell people we're happy to help in the ways Mm -hmm. that we can. We wish we could do more. I'm happy that we're talking together about how we can make that happen you know when when i was you know when i'm there daily bread helping out you know i'm kind of amazed to see when somebody somebody walks in and and they feel like you the way you address people and they're you know jeff you know you're you know they're happy to see you and and uh you know that's the kind of uh continuum of carry that is needed by people sometimes and i think that's special that's why it's not government's not good at doing really anything in my opinion i'm just being honest with you so and it they're not good for solving homelessness it's kind of set up set a you know a stand a regulatory standard and 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 kind of get things moving and make it easy for private industry but also help our nonprofits. but again right. at the end of the day Government needs to get better because we're the ones that's got to, you know, be responsible for our parks and our police and our fire and 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 provide, you know, clean streets. I mean, you know, as mayor, if you were to ask me, you know, what I, I'm just I'm just at all. I mean, the city of Melbourne, they, somebody may yell at me, but we have 900 and something employees. I mean, we have nearly 90,000 residents, and you know, my personal cell phone number is on a city website. I mean, because I want to be accessible to people, and I and I try to answer and do the best I can. Um, you know, I make a whopping on the mayor. I make a whopping ten thousand dollars a year, and I donate that back in the community. So it, it's it's really a tough position, but uh, again, you got to do it for from your heart, and you got to get with people like you know you and our other community partners to get things done. But uh, you know, I appreciate all the feedback people give me. I get emails all day long and and if if i wish i could do one thing is i could be more responsive to some of the questions but there's just so many and 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 i try and and our staff is hopefully working on you know solving some of these issues with me and and again that that's where i stand you know mm-hmm. well this has been i think uh very enlightening even for me because i haven't known all the things that you've done so I, even i've learned something uh tonight jeff so thanks so much for joining us uh mayor any closing remarks so we were coming coming up on the hour can you believe an hour order or has already flown it by go quickly it yeah go quickly it's fun and exciting to talk about these possibilities thanks so much yeah yeah well so. uh, the, yeah, the only thing i got to say is you know the uh, the city of melbourne can continue to to uh, work hard to solve this problem um it's going to be brought in front of council tomorrow on some of the discussion on the 1.5 million dollars in affordable housing um we there's some plots of land i've looked at that we need to have some good you know more affordable housing we see it popping up now 
uh, here and there, but we got to we got to try to do better. And I and I want nice affordable housing. I mean, we don't, you know, when when sometimes you think about affordable housing, you think of you know the old movie New Jack City, and you know the, you know what I mean. So, but that's not what to me affordable housing is. So, you know, I can I can promise our residents that you know you're going to hear more of me on Mondays, and we're gonna we're gonna talk issues and problems and and solutions and 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 really wins and everything. So to me, this will kind of be a no holds barred. Um, I'll take pretty much any question and, and, you know, I'm sure I'll take my lumps here, but at the end of the day, hopefully, you know, I, I do know one day my mayor, uh, tenure, uh, will, will end and maybe I'll better go fishing. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> so, do you want to share your, uh, uh, email for, for anybody who would like to offer a topic or a recommendation or input? Uh, yeah, you can you, the city. You can go to my city the, on the city of Melbourne, Florida uh, website. At, you know, Paul dot at mlbfl.org. Um, and also my my other emails Alfrey A L F R E Y three four five at Yahoo, and that's on my Facebook page. I mean, you know, either either one. So, yeah. uh, you know, and most people, you know, they'll call me as well. But uh, again, we we got a lot of work to do, and and I appreciate Jesse you producing this and and doing this, and you know. And, and I appreciate you, Jeff. I mean, I, I called you at the last minute. And, you know, one thing I love about you and, and your organization is that, you know, th- you know, it was a while back when the lady was, was in the uh, uh, in Florida today about the woman living in her car. And, and Lori was her name and, mm-hmm. and, you know, was in the city of Melbourne and she lived behind a restaurant. Uh, you know, I tell everybody, I tell the elect, uh, local uh, elected officials at other cities, I'm like, what organization went out there and got her out of the car and, 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 and helped? or get into somewhere mm-hmm. daily bread mm-hmm. and you were responsive and jumped and john torres from florida today he was like yep you know while well, jeff's on it i'm like yep and that that's the organization we need mm. to help provide for our residents and again i can't say how much of a great job you're doing but i want to thank you and your organization from the bottom of my heart well i appreciate that so much paul we've got a long way to go but uh, the encouragement means a lot yeah well, this has been the uh, the first episode of your Melbourne Mayor Monday. I uh, really hope yeah. you guys enjoyed this episode. And t- until next week, every Monday at 7, we hope right. to see you next week. Take care, guys. Bye.